Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. So we're both in the boat that Broderick Jones should start right away. I think that I can go out on that limb and say you're with me there. He's good enough. I just think that that's how we feel. Like, that's our take, is that he should play right away. He should start. Yeah. Well, the start of the schedule for the Pittsburgh Steelers has some pretty interesting matchups for Mr. Broderick Jones. Mm. They start off, as we all know, against the San Francisco 49ers. Can you name a pretty good pass rusher for the San Francisco 49ers? Um, I can name about five great <laughs> players. But one on of them's a Bosa, bro. Yeah. Right, right, and right. a defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. reigning defensive player mm-hmm. of the year. So that ain't exactly, you know, sunshine and rainbows for your first no. go at Especially it. Especially week one. Right. So that has spurred a lot of people to do the old debate of, do you put the sacrificial lamb out there and have Dan Moore Jr., you know, take it on his chin against Bosa to preserve your rookie's confidence? And I always come down on this side of the fence when it comes to that take. Just Just the NFL. Put him in there, yeah. If you wait until you get a nice little, you know, cotton candy matchup for your new rookie, you're going to be waiting until week 19. There ain't mm-hmm. no week 19. Mm-hmm. You're going to go the whole season without playing them, okay? Sure, there are other matchups that are favorable and don't strike the fear of God into your heart like a Nick Bosa does, but it's the NFL. You either are able to play that position against the range of talented players you will meet throughout your 17-game schedule, or you can't. So whether you want to call a trial by fire or whether you just want to call it he should be a starter because he's a first-round pick and he's going to have to go up against dudes like this all the time, whatever, I don't buy into the, oh, let's handle this with kid gloves because Nick is really mean and he could really beat up Broderick Jones. And if Broderick Jones gets beat up by Nick Bosa in week one, he'll never become the Hall of Fame player that we all think he could be. Mm-hmm. I don't buy into that. Maybe he gets his ass kicked by Nick Bosa in week one. Good. He'll learn from it. Or yeah. at least a pedigree player like, like him should learn and, from and it. And to your point, bringing up the defensive player of the year, uh, led the league with 18 and a half sacks last year, what better matchup is he going to get beyond that the rest of the year? You go up and you get your ultimate test in week one. You say, okay, that's the best player I'm probably going to play the rest of the season. Well, according to the voters last year, it is. Right. I mean, no one was a better defensive player than him. But here's another thing. Don't you think there's a little bit of an advantage to going into training camp against someone named Mr. T.J. Watt? Oh, buddy. Someone named Absolutely. Alex Highsmith. A exactly. really good pass rush for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not only that, but like you, you look at Cam on the on the, on the defensive line. Like there's not going to be just because he's on the on the tackle position doesn't mean he'll never butt heads with Cam, dude. Like you've got the single season sack record holder. You've got mm-hmm. a double digit sack dude. You've got an all time great in Cam Hayward. There's a lot of stuff he's going to see through those three weeks at St. Vincent that got, are going to get him ready. You got Lario. You have a fellow rookie in Keanu Benton who's going to be smacking heads with you. 
And, and you don't think that, you know, obviously it's training camp, so they're not going to go 100%, 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Do you don't think Tomlin's going to pull number 90 aside and be like, I need you to test Burn this his guy ass. Now. Yeah. I need you to beat 77 right now. Yeah. Like, get, put this guy in the dirt, welcome him to the NFL. Because I'd rather you welcome into the NFL here at St. Vincent, TJ, than Nick welcome him to the NFL at Ackershore Stadium in front of 60,000 fans on week one. No, I I mean, and I think you've seen that happen before, too. With TJ preparing these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there is, I mean, there is not a better defense, or there's at least not many other defenses that you would want your offense to practice against in, in the offseason to get them as Best prepared as possible for the regular season. As far as season. the way they sack the quarterback, I mean, they do you take remember, the ball away. Do you remember the first week of training camp last year? The only th- one of the like it was few yesterday, buddy. Te- takeaways was, oh my god, this offense can't do anything can't against do anything. this against this yeah. defense. Is that a testament to how great the defense is, or is it just the offense is that bad? Well, it was. Kind of turned out to be that the offense was struggling a bit. Struggling. But the defense led the league in interceptions. Right. But then the offense found its way, but it was just, it's a mismatch. I mean, the Steelers' defense is elite. So it's not just the Steelers' offense was so bad. I mean, you take the offense and put them in a real game against that defense, that defense probably is going to win that game nine times out of ten. So I start him. You know, I don't let what the other, and you know, this is, old school football mentality like we don't care what the other team's gonna do they can do whatever they want we're gonna do it the way that we want to do it and i think the best way for the steelers to attack the 2023 season is for roger jones to health permitted start 17 games at the left tackle position and again i don't even view it as a trial by fire Mm-hmm. Because we kind of expect him to be able to pass that trial, right? Like if not, you're if you're a first round yeah. draft prospect that like was traded f- up for to acquire, like you know, it was a trial by fire. Dan Moore a couple years ago against Miles Garrett, that, that was a trial by because fire. you had no other option, no choice, mm-hmm. and you had to just see if this guy has it or doesn't, and you threw him to the wolves. Did an okay job. Got a lot of help. I obviously. mean, the fact that he hasn't done, he he didn't crumble so so much that. I mean, the guy's still starting technically for this team. Two still years later, technically, um, you know, Mark brought this up a lot on his show. He's so smart at reading these kind of things. <laughs> Omar Khan said about Dan Moore, he loves his versatility, his ability to you know play at different positions on the line, even bump in to play guard. And Mark was like, "You don't usually hear starters described for their versatility right. and their ability They're just to jump in and kind play of guard. set in their yeah. place." So maybe that's a little bit of. I don't want to say Reading the they already there. know yeah. that Jones is going to start, but that's probably Omar just telling you what his vision is for what's going to happen. Well, one thing we've seen out of Tomlin, too, is when he's asked, how do you feel about a certain position group? He, when he goes, I feel comfortable. When he said, I felt comfortable about the offensive tackles, what happened? They went out and they drafted one in the exactly. first round. Exactly. So I think Dan Moore is going to end up being that swing guy. And that brings me to my next point on you know having – Jones as a rookie face big time talent right out of the gate. You don't have to keep him on an island. I mean, have mm-hmm. Dan Moore attached to him at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Have this big old Darnell Washington character. Oh man. You know what? Him and Jones played together for a couple years already. So that's a pretty, a pretty good, good team pretty good too. chemistry yeah. that they have on right. that side already. Uh and Siamalu is a mauler from the Eagles right. who will be on uh his right shoulder every single time. So will be you you predict too that Big Ike will be starting oh, over yeah. over Kevin Dotson. Ike's yeah. my left guard yeah. right now, for sure. 
maybe Dotson's your right guard over Dan. I, I don't know. But, but not, Big Ike's getting a, a My left side spot, of the line yeah. is is Jones and Seamoller. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is— And maybe even Washington, too. Probably, yeah. at, at least in this first stretch, you know. I have Washington help out a lot on both sides. I know Washington said I'm more than just a blocking tight end. I think that's true, but maybe not in 2023, at least in the early portion of 2023. Pat will do all the pass-catching stuff. Help out your old Georgia teammate against a guy like Nick Bosa. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like we're just saying, start Broderick Jones— and have him go one-on-one against Bosa the entire game. No, help him out a lot more than you plan on helping him out maybe five years into his career against mm-hmm. a marquee matchup like this. But I still think he's got to be the guy to go up against him. And furthermore, you know, you're worried about ruining your rookie's confidence. I'm worried about protecting my damn quarterback. Right. And Jones, I think, has a much better, better chance shot. against Bosa yeah. than Dan Moore does. Right. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think that if you were to look at it just point blank— not where it falls on the season. Would you rather first-round talent Broderick Jones out of Georgia going up against Nick Bosa <laughs> or Dan Moore? It would be Broderick Jones. Right. Going I don't. It doesn't even matter that it's his first game of his career. No, not at all. Because guess what, Tom? I mean, sure, Dan Moore has seen pro talent in his what two years of starting at that left tackle yeah, he's position. Played Will Anderson. He's played all. So these what guys. do you what do you consider the talent that Broderick Jones has gone up against in Georgia? Probably playing a in the lot SEC. More. Probably a lot of, probably a lot of guys that he went up with are now also in the NFL with him. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, Dan Moore played in the SEC too for Texas A and M, so that's important but to, to know. Fourth note. round draft pick. Exactly. He didn't have the pedigree of Broderick mm-hmm. Jones. He didn't make the first team All SEC back to back years like mm-hmm. Broderick. He didn't not allow a single sack in what was it like four hundred and fifty pass attempts that Broderick Jones played last mm-hmm. year. Didn't allow a single sack against the best conference in all of college football. Yeah, the pedigree is what really separates Absolutely. those two. Their their similarities pretty much stop and start start and stop at they play the same position and they were both from the SEC. Both in the SEC, right? Um, and another point too, you know, oh, well, maybe you wait, right? I mean, kid gloves with Jones, let more get beat up, and then week two we put him out there. Well, week two is Miles Garrett, right? So what are you going to do about that? Could be week, the defensive player this year. Then look at week three, Max Crosby. Exactly, could be the defensive player of the year this year. Was a nominee this past season. I don't mm. know if he was one of the finalists, but he was definitely a name bandied about when people were talking about defensive player of the year. So those are three guys right there. Then he gets to play Will Anderson, who he used to play up against in Georgia all the time with Georgia and the Alabama rivalry, like. You go on and on and right. on. Jacksonville doesn't have good pass rushers. They've been doing nothing but drafting pass rushers mm-hmm. in the first round for the past three years. It won't be a, a direct correlation, but look at Baltimore in week five, too. I know the edge guys aren't as talented as the middle guys, but still, you're going to have to scheme against guys like Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Trenton Simpson, who they went out and drafted. Cleveland again. You're going to get Miles right. Garrett twice. You're going to get the Bengals twice, who, I mean, Trey Hendrickson has shown that he is a really good pass rusher yeah. in this league. I think a lot of people underrated him, and he's done nothing but overcome those expectations since he's been in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Seattle gets after Like, every single spot on this schedule you can pretty much point to and say, yeah, they got dudes that could get after your quarterback. Right. They could get after your left tackle if he's not ready. You got to let him start. Give him the reins right away. And who knows? You know, maybe – Five games at the beginning of the season go okay for Broderick Jones. He's had his fair share of losses against superstars like Crosby, Garrett, and Bosa. Mm-hmm. He gets to go into his bye week, and who knows what kind of growth comes from that. Mm-hmm. We saw Kenny's growth after the, the bye week. The only thing, though, is who does he go up against in 
the first week back. Well, <clears throat> probably not exclusively Aaron Donald. No, but Aaron Donald will be, be there. He'll be on the outside He'll at be some there. point. Yeah. And you don't think Aaron Donald's not going to want to test the rookie oh, left tackle at that's some That's what point? I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Donald is the kind of guy that, yeah, he's a defensive tackle. And he'll this come was, up the middle. This was the last time this team played Aaron Donald. Do you remember he had a safety that yeah. made it like a two-point game? Do you think that like he even needs to tell his defensive coordinator, or can he just be like, I'm going to go on the outside this time? Yeah, like, right. Kind of like Troy could do, like right. just kind of roam around, except his roaming around is just literally completely different from anyone that has ever played the game. It has game. to be terrifying if you're like a Broderick Jones and you, he lines up know. on you for that one oh down, and God. it's like, come on, dude. Like, you're supposed to be on the inside. Oh, right I don't know, man, because I guess it's a little different what you're saying about moving him AD to the outside because look at the pressure that uh, Dan Moore was under when he was a rookie going up against Miles Garrett. And I think he limited Miles Garrett to like one quarterback hit in two games in his rookie year. I think year. that gets overblown because he had a lot of help, and we can't forget that the – the game-winning touchdown game-winning play pass. was Najee's block on, yeah. on Garrett. Well, it was Najee's, Najee's help, yeah. It was, yes, of course. But that's what Najee's supposed to do, you know? I don't want to say Dan Moore screwed up. Maybe Dan Moore was supposed to slide in and Garrett was supposed to be taken by Najee. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows what the game plan was? It ended in a touchdown. Right, that's, that's all, all I care about. That's all that really matters. So, interesting matchups for young Mr. Broderick Jones to start the season, but I, I love it. I, I, I crave that kind of, you know, opportunity if I'm a player like him and as a fan, as someone covering the team, watching it, I, I'm you. You get to see right away what your dude's made of uh, against the premier in, in the NFL. So mm-hmm. interesting no, matchups you. there. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my <laughs> Also interesting matchups when it comes to the quarterbacks that the Steelers have to play outside of their division, let's say. Because you still got Lamar, if he's healthy, twice. You still got Burrow twice. And Deshaun Watson's a bit of a wild card, but I'd still put him in a category of that guy kind of worries you still. Is that fair? Yeah. Like, I'm I not I'm not ready to go into right, two yeah. Monday Night Football right. like Deshaun's going to throw three picks and it's over. No. Like, mm, he might light him up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we'll see what a full offseason does for him. But outside of that, man, outside of that AFC North, like, tell me who the best quarterback is on the schedule. Uh, let me look at it. It's probably Trevor Lawrence. Probably Trevor Lawrence. Is it maybe Geno Smith? Geno's two, because I'm not. Here's the thing: I'm not going to put anyone, whoever's playing for San Francisco. I'm not going to do. It's going to be Darnold or Lance. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's Jimmy G. uh, I'm not going to say it's the rookie out of Houston. You're not going to say it's Jimmy G, but Jimmy G's probably higher up on the list than he is towards the bottom. Well, 
This it's is a weird list. Illustrating like, how like, healthy is Matt, Matt Stafford going to be in Week Seven? That's a wild card. Yeah. If he's healthy, he could be the best quarterback. I'm not play. afraid of the quarterback situation in Green Bay. Not afraid of it in Tennessee. Is it Tannehill? Is it not afraid of Mac Jones? Is it Levis in Tennessee? Like who knows? I'm not super afraid of Indy with Anthony Richardson. Like maybe he does explode, but you right said you're now you're not afraid of Green Bay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of Green Bay either, but Jordan Love's one where I'd probably look at with like kind of a side eye right now. Yeah, just but we'll keep know an eye on. By week 10, we'll pretty much know. Kyler Murray, is. I mean, that game's in December. We know what happens to Kyler Murray at, at the start of November. Let's look up when the new Call of Duty comes out, too. Oh. Because that could really, that could throw, really a wrench throw a wrench things. in the Cardinals season. Call of Duty release. They're usually around like Christmas time. Yeah, just in time for the holidays. Time. Yeah. Oh. Campaign early access available on November second, November Perfect. 10th. So he'll be like a he'll month into, into it. it. He'll be he'll have all his mods, deep, right, all his right, perks right, like right. attached. He'll be way rolling on Call of Duty right. by the time December third rolls around. So that's an easy win. He'll be way distracted. I mean Mac Jones, maybe mm-hmm. Anthony. Rich- no, I mean Mac Jones is nothing. Stroud and Richardson, the two rookies, are you know kind of wild cards. But yeah, even after the LeBeau era ended, the Steelers are still really good against right. rookie quarterbacks. So. Yeah, dude, it's kind of shocking. And this is something that we should have picked on a lot earlier than just the schedule release because we've known the opponents since literally the regular season ended in 2022, mm-hmm. 2023. But, man, there is no one there that strikes the fear of God into you at no, all. No. And it's amazing that you're in the AFC, this conference that is just loaded, packed to the gills with quarterbacks, and you're missing but, Allen, yeah, you're right. missing Herbert, you're missing Mahomes, right. Wilson. Like, you're missing a lot of Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. You're missing a ton. Tua, even. Sure. If, he if you want to go that far, yeah. You, you go that miss deep. pretty much all of the top quarterbacks, save Burrow, Lamar, and Trevor. And Lamar and Trevor, I'm not ready to say I'm scared of them yet. Let's see a full season from Trevor, and let's see Lamar stay healthy like he did in his MVP season. Really hasn't since then. Like, the only quarterback that I go into a stadium and my soul is turning inside out because of how scared I am is Mr. Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. That's the only one on this schedule that oh, I really absolutely. am, like, worried about. And because, because he's done it almost his entire career, his young career. But on top of that, like, at least he's a rival, right? At least he's a division game. Someone that it's you've not someone that we're like with. playing in the NFC and like Jalen Hurts just rolls in right, once every four years right. and lights you up because you I mean don't, you he did do that last Hurts. year. So I use the example: yeah. you don't see him, yeah. but you see Burrow a lot. You know, maybe you can steal a game from and him. You beat him. You I beat mean, like not to say year. that. He's dom. He's he's had the upper hand for majority of his career. It is going interesting to note though when he kind of beat himself too in that game. So yeah, yeah. Just, Throwing four interceptions. Players does not like help. him kind of have to beat themselves. Right. And good on the Steelers for taking advantage of it. They could have dropped three of those interceptions. And in- remember in that second game against Cincinnati, he did have another another interception against T.J. Watt. And I I don't want to you know go down this road a lot because Steelers fans love to go down this road with the Ravens and how they have Lamar's number and they're not scared of Lamar. Because that's, come on, I'd much rather still have Lamar playing in the games than, you know, Huntley, or, or much rather have Huntley playing in the games than Lamar. I'm still s- somewhat scared of him despite the Steelers' success against him. Mm-hmm. Terrified of Joe Burrow. They pick him off a lot. 
compared to yeah, other teams. Yeah, I in just the NFL. mentioned like, in the second game they still had another interception. They had two in the second two, game. Two, right? Like TJ Watt and who no, were the he other had four was touchdown it, passes. Was it Levi? I think it was Levi. He had four touchdown passes in that other game, right. which is a good way for Joe Burrow to counteract those picks. But Burrow's like Mr. Accurate and goes on streaks without throwing interceptions and doesn't have many interceptable balls. Except kind of against the Steelers. Against the, yeah. They do something. And maybe it's just a matter of T.J. Watt picking balls off at the line of scrimmage and Mm -hmm. no one else has a player that can do that. But there's just something about the way they play Burrow where, yeah, this dude will still throw four touchdowns against you, but you might get your fair share of interceptions. You might get more turnovers than other teams that play Joe Burrow Mm -hmm. uh, can't expect to get. So, you know, he's the only one that really, you know, worries you. Maybe Deshaun Watson can jump into more of a category with Lamar and him uh, if he – you know, has a nice reemergence after a full off season of not being suspended and no really off field distractions anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, like, and I'm looking at the gun. Like they play Lamar and, and Burrow and and uh, obviously um, Watson on the road one. Right. Like, is the toughest quarterback they play on the road Jimmy G? Okay, let me look at like, the road schedule now. If Stafford's not. Back, back. Is it? It's Gino or Jimmy G, right? Like, I would go Jimmy G. I would. Uh, sorry, Gino. I would. No, I would. I would say Gino, right? That's your bet outside of right. the division. That's your best. And who knows? Road challenge. And who? We're saying that right now in May. Maybe like it's there's Drew there's a Maybe lot. Of, yeah. There's a lot of time. Well, not just hurt, but there's a lot of time for him to turn back into a pumpkin. Because that's week 17. So maybe he starts off his season fine, or or just on par for what he did last year. But again, it's weeks. There's a lot of time for him to kind of fall back into the New York Jets, New York Giants version of Geno Smith. I think that's fair, and I also think it's fair to say that with Jimmy G, week three against the Raiders, that's two games where he could get hurt in week one and week two. And Jimmy G ain't exactly the most stable player yeah, in the NFL. Available that guy. That might be Jared yeah. Stidham come week three that you have to go. I like your. I like the point about having to go on the road and beat a good quarterback because. I mean, the fact that we're talking about the names being Jimmy G outside of Burrow and outside of Watson, if he's good. Jimmy G and Geno Smith being the best opposing quarterbacks you'll face on the road. That is, in a, in a, in a, not just a league, but a conference as loaded as the AFC, that is as, you know, served on a silver platter as it gets. No question. It, it, it. For them as a team, too, like built with defense, ball control, stuff like that, elite quarterbacks can pick you apart even if you're the best defense in the world right now. They can really scratch together a lot of wins with their style of play. If Tom, it's, it's playing against bad quarterbacks. I mean, last year you had the Steelers finishing 8-9 and nine with your prediction. so, yeah. Now I have them at 10-7. You have them 10. I had them at 11-6. and six. I mean, I like, again— People were just if people were to just see that a prediction of the Steelers going eleven and six, they'd say you're crazy. How is that team going to go eleven and six with all these other teams in that conference in that division? Well, look at the teams they play. It's what we we said it was like the seventh easiest, eighth easiest schedule among all NFL teams. I yep. mean, and we we're we're highlighting the most important position here, and we're saying that the most intimidating quarterback that the Steelers will play on the road outside of their division, is either going to be one of Jimmy Garoppolo or Geno Smith. I welcome that with open arms. Absolutely. And, and then look at the quarterbacks they had to play at home. 
It's a complete mismatch for a team that's on the road. And I think that's why they really have to take care of business outside of their own division this year. Yeah. If they can get a lot of wins stacked up outside of their division, you can even just go two and four in your division and you might be looking you, at you a nine have win, a sour taste season. from that, but it wouldn't kill you. You still might think. get in the wild card because of stacking wins against the lesser. This is opponents. a this is a season, Tom, that reminds me a lot of the Bengals in 2021. Okay, where where the Bengals finished in what last place the year prior in 2019? That's how they got Jamar Chase with their number three or number five overall Aided pick by Burrow getting hurt for sure, right? But they finished with a last place schedule, and they took advantage of it. Got to the got to the playoffs with like what a a ten and six record at the time, something like that, and then made it to the Super Bowl. Why can't this? I'm not saying the Steelers can make it to the Super Bowl, but why aren't the Steelers allowed to take advantage of an easy schedule? Yeah, there's nothing illegal against it, and I I think that they will take advantage of an easy schedule. I think that's what's kind of going. I for think them. there's enough pieces. I think you're you're you've brought back the right pieces with a. Now, not established in the league, but is he, he has his footing in the league with Kenny Pickett in a, in a solid draft class, a solid free agency hall. We always talk about teams, you know, compared from one year to another on paper. And each of the last couple of years, we have said, the Steelers look better on paper this year than they did last. And we're saying it again. And if they won nine games last year... That means if they're better this year, they should win at least ten games this year, at least. And when you compound that on a on a on an easy schedule, that paves the way to an to a eleven win season. Yeah, I mean, again, it's definitely a lot lighter of a load on the schedule than it was last year. Oh yeah, and the team's better as far as last right. year was concerned. So you've got kind of those two things trending in your direction if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Please download I mean, and like, subscribe. Before whoa, you get whoa, to that, whoa. I just want to do a, a really quick. You don't want people to download and subscribe to no, our show? No, I do, but I just want to emphasize the point. Look at the quarterbacks that the Steelers went up against last year. Outside of the division, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts. Um, okay, that's it. But still, that's, <laughs> that's four guys. Way better four guys. Way than, better. Way Those better four guys, guys are all better than anyone we've named outside of Joe Burrow for this season. All right, well, now that he's done, you can yeah. download and subscribe to the Steelers Standard anywhere you get your podcasts, Feel free. Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Steelers mobile app. Please do it on all those platforms. We really do appreciate it. Remember a couple weeks ago when we did Kyle Brandt's tiers yes. for the AFC? AFC quarterbacks? He did the NFC. We're going to take a look at Kyle's NFC tier, and boy, it's rough. Some that conference does not have oh, many no, good quarterbacks not at all. in it. We'll discuss that next. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.